nights tonight. I get in some shit. Deep trouble on the incognito tip. Killing motherfuckers if I have to. Filling gaps too. Bitch, your niggas know I'm coming at you. I guess that's part of the game. But I feel for the nigga who think he just gonna come and change things with the swiftness. So get it right with the quickness. And let me handle my business, yo. I'm gonna uh, Hey, how are you? Welcome to another thrilling edition of Last Exit of Brooklyn. Um, we're Eric back. Bron- Eric Bronstein is yeah. here again. How are you? We are back. I'm excited. Are you excited? Yeah. You look excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is as excited as I get. Really? Yeah. Nice. Me too. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, obviously, well, I, we haven't done this in a few weeks. Yeah. We'll be back, though. And, uh, oh, yeah, so the big, the inauguration. Right. A lot of stuff happened. How long has it been since he's been in office? Two weeks. You know, I feel bad about that, but we'll, you know. No, but how long has he been in office, Trump? Two weeks. About, okay, yeah. And it's just it's been a little crazy. So w- where are we at right now with with a lot of stuff's happened? Right. Um, I, th- I mean, I guess the last main thing was last weekend, the um, executive order, the refugees. With the, was that last weekend? That was last weekend. But so much has even happened since then. It's insane. Yeah. And I was telling you before, I haven't. I mean, it's hard for me to keep up because mm-hmm. like every day there's just like some new... Um, some you know new horrible thing. Right, I, well, Australia. Yeah, that's he, the, he just this week he just pissed off everybody. Okay, you know he's he's putting some sanctions back on Iran. He pissed. What off does Australia. that mean exactly? <laughs> <laughs> like I I kind of understand that, but like I feel like a lot of people don't know what that, that means. Yeah, like what are the sanctions that? That they, they put on there were minor ones, but you know what sanctions are in general. Like they're just kind of like limits. You can't really. These, a lot of these countries won't do business or trade right. as with these countries, so it really hurts them. That's why Russia, you know, has those P tapes on Trump, and he wants them to lift the sanctions. And he lifted some sanctions. Did he already? Yeah, but it was like cybersecurity sanctions, which is like the worst thing you could. You know, they, they're fucking, you know, hacking everybody, and they're lifting cybersecurity right. sanctions. So, what do you think? Of, so, what, what is the thing with Iran? So he he's. He's not lifting sh- sanctions with Iran, is he? Well, they already lifted them. Obama did, but then he put some back on because they 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 fired a weapon or a missile or something. And so, like what's that. the big thing with him? Everyone's he, it's just kind of like because he's so volatile and like unpredictable. That's what scares everyone because like if you're the president, you just kind of start wars with, yeah. like, by saying things. Yeah. So that's basically what's oh, he hung up the phone on the Australian Australian Prime guy, yeah. But and then the guy said he didn't hang up the phone, but he he still said it was like a bad conversation. Right, I guess he was saving face. You know, I could see Trump hanging up the phone. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't know that I can't imagine Trump getting off the phone without hanging up the phone. <laughs> I mean, one like of his calls is, ends up in a hang up. Right. Yeah, I don't think he would. Um. So so yeah. With, can you explain the Iran thing more? So. Uh, as much as I can, it just seemed like they fired some missile. So Trump was like, oh, that violates something, something. So we're going to put some sanctions back on, and it, but not made, not all the way. He right. Just wants to, he, and he's signing, exe- he's doing a lot of stuff by executive order, which a lot of this stuff isn't even binding. You know? Yeah, that's the thing, too. I, I, I guess, do you think he understands that, that just signing no. executive orders doesn't mean <laughs> like that they're officially... Um, you know, an act or something. Right. Like just today, you know, because you know, there was that, that protest in Berkeley because that guy went to speak there. That's Milo guy who's like this. No, old, I don't know. that. I, I kind of heard something about Berkeley. But yeah. There's this alt-right guy who he's the one who trolled uh, Leslie Jones last year on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's this alt-right. He's this fucking asshole. And he went to Berkeley to speak. And like, why would they hire that guy at Berkeley? Why did they? Did they say? I don't know. The most liberal fucking place in the planet. Yeah. So it was huge protests and so I think it was slight riots or something. And then so Trump tweets out the next day, uh, you know, that, that was a horrible the way they acted at Berkeley. I'm going to cut off their funds. And they're like, People are like he has no he doesn't right. control their funds. He's nothing. Yeah. It's a state thing anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> is it is it is Berkeley a state school or a private university? I think it's a state, but either way, yeah, the state, no... the federal government, and the state are separate. Right. So, um, yeah. So what do you? Th- I mean, like, and the executive order. I mean, that was the big. Th- I can't believe that was even like a week ago. Yeah. Or was that a week ago? I think it was last weekend. Yeah. Wow, that was that doesn't seem it seemed like so long ago. I know because well, he's done eighty things since then. It's just at, can he even keep up this pace? This pace is you can't keep this up. 
It's just too much for everybody. I, I don't know. And then well, the big thing with um, when he fired Yates, yeah. the, the DA, mm-hmm. um, that was only like three days ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I, and the thing about that, like, I, you know, I was watching, you know, MSNBC when this happened. Obviously, it's very, like, skewed, what you know, the way they present things. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're comparing it to Nixon with the Saturday, Saturday Night Massacre. Right. Um, but it's kind of not really the same yeah, thing. No. Actually, and like I was just like in school, we were just studying, uh, you know, because she was a lawyer, and I I have to take an MPRE where like to like the rules of professionalism when you're a lawyer, and you can't like reveal client, you know, attorney client privileges or confidential information. Okay, and her email is kind of um, violating. Oh, that. really? Kind of, because yeah. she's she represents the government, that's true. and she's basically like putting out a letter that's like, yeah, I think that like I don't agree with them. So it'd be like if you were a lawyer for a murderer and you were sent out an email to everyone, you were like, I don't, I think this guy murdered <laughs> yeah. people. I no. can't, you can't do that. No, I think she knew it was going to happen. And not only that, it was probably a good move because now she's going to be like this liberal folk hero, you know? Right, and I think like that's why she did, it. and I understand it because I think it was kind of like. She, you know, was making a statement with it, right? Uh, because obviously, this wasn't just like a normal. But what, what is your whole take on the executive order thing? Well, they were always mad that Obama was doing it. Now, all of a sudden, it's okay, you know. That's and, what I was going to say. Yeah, and Obama had to do it towards the end because they wouldn't let him do anything. At you know, the last couple of years, he couldn't total gridlock. Right. So he would like consult his lawyers, and he'd be like, "All right, so can I do this? Can I do this?" He would actually like. Go back and forth and say, is this constitutional? Is this legal? I don't think Trump's really doing that so much. No, I don't think he really even runs it by... Uh, Bannon, I guess. That's about it. So, the, yeah, what's the thing with Bannon? Like, I feel like he's kind of getting... You know, I'm Not that he, people are ignoring him and, and not yeah. aware of it, but, I mean, it's kind of amazing that... I mean, isn't he just kind of this white supremacist? Yeah, um, and he's like the he's I guess like the Rasputin type. He's controlling Trump. They think he's the guy, the brains behind everything. Right, and I mean th- this clearly was like a Muslim thing, right? That they were kind of just trying to ha- avail behind. Yeah, except for the certain states that uh, that he does business with. <laughs> yeah, Saudi- Which ones? The big ones, Saudi Arabia. I mean, if you're going to do it, do Saudi Arabia. They all come from there, right? You know, it's all the nine eleven people. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. So, what do you think the bit? I mean, no, Saudi Arabia's got this total get out of jail free card, man. They can do anything. Why know? though? Because of that? Because of? Because we're so tied in with them with the oil. And yeah. All the other crap. You know. Where do we get most of our oil from? Uh, well, I think we export a lot now, but because uh, of the fracking and stuff. Yeah. But I guess we get some from the Middle East. Uh, so that's why if you ever like discover oil in the United States, you're just immediately a millionaire. I think that's the rule. I'm not sure. Well, because that's why, right? Because we need oil as much as According possible. According to the uh, movie Hell or High Water. Did you see that one? No, I didn't. Um, Is that with... um? Is Jeff Bridges in that? Yeah, I just saw that one. That's why. I feel like he's in every movie <laughs> like that. Um and who else is in it? Like, oh, uh, what uh, Ben Foster? Yeah, he's good. Played a psycho, which he usually does anyway. Yeah, I get, I get the feeling that guy's just crazy in yeah. general. Um, and Chris Pine. Chris Pine, yeah. Uh, who's not? <laughs> Wait, is he nominated? <laughs> who's not Chris Pratt? You know? Yeah, exactly. You know what the funny thing? You know Chris Pine, who his father is. Uh, is it the guy from Seventh Heaven? No. no, who is it? It was the sergeant, like on Chips. Oh yeah, yeah, right. I did. I did know that he, the guy kind of looks like Harrison Ford, right? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love Chips. Yeah, we're you, getting off, but yeah, no, that's fine. Can. Um, because um, you watch the, Chips? No, but you, I saw the preview for the movie. Oh yeah, who's in it? Is it uh, Pena? My, you know, Pena. And then the guy, um, Dak Shepard. Where it's like, how is that guy as famous as he is? <laughs> well, they're, they're going to twenty two, twenty one Jump Street. That like just they're going to make fun of it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Do. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, Dak Shepard. He he's like kind of a, an interesting yeah uh, celebrity because he's like insanely. He's really successful, mm-hmm. but he just kind of started. He was on like Punked. Yeah, but he was a great in the Groundlings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he was uh, he was actually funny on Punk. Did you ever see him on Punk? Yeah, I guess so. The like one, he, the one with Justin Timberlake like is the, the big one. That's the best one where he's like crying. But yeah, and he's like breaking his stuff. I guess he is funny. Do you yeah. remember there was a while where like, comedians were like they were on Punked all the time? Yeah, and um, it, it was like. 
I think when Dax Shepard became big, comedians thought it was like they were going to be the next Dax Shepard. Yeah, there was no other. And then it was like... <laughs> well, he, gets, he gets to have sex with Kristen Bell every night, so... That's what I mean. He has this like amazing... I feel like his life is a lot better than it deserves to be. <laughs> yeah. And he like... I remember when Owen Wilson tried to like kill himself. Yeah. It was like... You know, the rumor was because, you know, Owen Wilson had been with Kate Hudson and she I guess she had dumped him for Dax Shepard. And then oh. there are all these pictures of Dax Shepard and her. And so he like tried to kill himself. Really? But I was like, that's really lame. Like if, you know, you're Owen Wilson, you're going to kill yourself because of Dax Shepard. <laughs> and no one should kill themselves for Dax Shepard. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's just like, I, you know, Owen Wilson like worked really hard and got really far. That might have been why he might have been like, this guy was on fucking punk. Like yeah. he must have just been at home every night being like. Wait, you're leaving me for the guy on <laughs> Punk? <laughs> like, I wrote Rushmore. Yeah, you know, I'm, so- <laughs> I'm sorry, he's really funny. You know, you're just like, I don't understand it. Like, he just I, plays a white trash guy in every movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's good, yeah. but I could, it's kind of like, you know, I, was, I thought it was funny, like Eminem, like when he was, when he first became huge, um, you know, he, his girlfriend that he had been with since he was like, 15 they got married and then like she was always like cheating on him (laughs) (laughs) and i think he was like going insane because i think he was like i'm fucking like what you know she would just be cheating on him with like some dirt bag guy and he was like i i'm the biggest star in the world like what do you need right and then it makes him more attracted to her because he can get anyone except for her right and she's just kind of like sorry i don't know i just like the bouncer at the club (laughs) Um, so I just, I think that's funny. Yeah. Uh, a little black shepherds sidetracked a little bit. Yeah. I don't, for some reason I went through this weird, I like, I, he was on like a podcast and I heard the interview of him and he's like interesting. He, he, he has the perfect, that attitude of like, I just got into show, but I didn't even care. Yeah. I hate those fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so funny. Like he's just like, I just didn't even care. And then they were like, Hey, you should do this movie. I was like, all right. Yeah. I just want to be, I just want to drive cars. <laughs> Like, that's what he says in the interview. Do you think these interviews are true? Because Chris Pratt said the same thing. He was, like, waiting tables. Right. And someone discovered him. And he Appar- wasn't even an actor. Apparently, yeah. I heard the story. It's, like, Radon Chong. Yeah. Do you, is that the story? That's like the story. She was wait, he was waiting on her, and then she was like, you're the greatest. And then he... But he, he, I think the movie he did with her was, like, shit. Right, but it got, he wasn't even an actor before then. That's the difference. It was was like, he not? Where was he? He was just waiting on Radon Chong in Ohio. No, it was in Hawaii or something like that. He just oh, went God. out to Hawaii and he was like living off the land or camping, smoking weed. Of and course. He, he worked at like this place and she she just said, oh, I like your personality. I mean, obviously Steven <laughs> yeah. Spielberg wasn't going to see him as a waiter and give him a job. She had to, right. he had to work his way up. But yeah, once you get yeah. in, you're in, you know, kind of. That's so funny. I, I, do you think like he's helping out Radon Chong now? <laughs> I, w- I guarantee you. She's like, hey, Chris. He's just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forget about movies with shit. Was she in Red Dawn? Why do I think? No, that was. No, she was. Because her name is Dawn. Yeah, that's where you're confused. Like, <laughs> a lot of people made that mistake. A lot of people were walking out of there like, I thought Radon, I thought this is the Radon Chong life story. <laughs> <laughs> she was in. um. Soul Man, right? That's oh. her big one. That's where they met. You know, she was married to what's his? What's See his Thomas name? Howell. Yeah, they got oh, they were married for a while. Um, and that movie, oh, that's well, we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> that movie, yeah. It's I mean, looking at it now, it's insane that they made that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just him in blackface, <laughs> and, and he looked totally white too. <laughs> yeah. he just looked like a white guy. He had like a fake afro, <laughs> like this curly. <laughs> he just couldn't be any more racist. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. um they, they, there's dicey areas though now. Like they do that. Like, um, there's an episode of Friends where he goes to a tanning salon and he keeps getting yeah, it in his episode, face. Yeah. It is funny, but by the end, he's literally like in blackface, yeah. and that's like the joke. Gotta be careful with that. I feel like th- that was like they were right at the end of being able to toe that line. Yeah. Can you? Could you do anything like that? I mean, the thing with Soul Man, it's so stupid because it kind of like hurt him, but. It's so clearly supposed to be ridiculous, right. but I think it really hurt him. I, people say it really like kind of destroyed. I think we got him. a caller. Yeah, our first caller. <laughs> You're on the air. My uh, day, my weekly podcast call. <laughs> that liter- that phone never rings except when I'm recording <laughs> this podcast. I'm going to answer it one of these days. 
It's probably Spielberg. <laughs> it's probably people complaining about this podcast. Well, you know, I, I just just saw talking about political correctness because uh, I just saw Bill Burr's new stand-up special. Oh yeah, what's it called? Uh, I forgot. It's great, but he really is very politically incorrect in it. Good. And he, he and he. I, Good. Yeah, and he does the concert in Nashville, so I think he thought the audience would be totally like, "Eh, hey, go go ahead." But they were a little. They tightened up at certain points. Oh, really? Kind of ripped into him. Not they loved him, but it was like it was kind of cool that he left that in because it was right. Like, he doesn't like make it like edited around him looking better. Right. I mean, he still crushed and was amazing, but you know, he he goes into some places. It's He's like, sort of like the guy now. I'd say like yeah. he kind of snuck into being the premier comedian. Yeah. Because he's like still sort of under the radar ish. He's not, but he's not like huge like Louis C.K. Right. Louis C.K. was that guy, and then he became so big, you could tell it was harder for him to be that guy with like everyone's like when the mainstream's like, well, what do you have next? And Bill Burr is kind of like still the guy who's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. And he like shames the audience to like, you know, it's always like if they tighten up, he just shames them to feeling stupid about how they feel, you know? Really? Yeah, yeah. he's really into that. Like, call, I remember I did a show with him like 10 years ago mm-hmm. and like pianos and he he did a joke about like the you know like the when remember when talk like daytime talk shows were around more, they yeah. were more ubiquitous, like just about nothing topics. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it would be have he was like, I was watching one of those shows and it was like uh, these hot women, like, you know, I'm I'm so hot, like no one will ask me out. Yeah, like, men yeah. are afraid of me. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know. Maybe it's not that you're hot. Maybe you're just a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, nope, it didn't do well. And he, and then he kept going. And he was like, Ah, right, you guys seem like upset. Like, is it because I said cunt? Like, is that what the problem is? Right, like, right. I'm, I just said the word cunt. Like, I, I, you know, I wasn't meaning to be offensive. Like, some people are cunts, especially the Lower East Side. That at that time. You know? Yeah, this was like mid thousands, right? And, I mean, um, even now it's more so. But I, although I'm starting to see now that g- the word "cunt" has come ar- come around a little bit. It used to be you couldn't especially say on it. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but used to not. It'd be total death to say it on stage. And now I'm seeing it because I've said it, and I'm like, I used to not, and I'll right. say it once in a while, and it. So maybe people think it's a goof word now or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't think I've ever said it on stage. Right. I don't think I ever have because I think I'm afraid of. It's a what tough word. It is. Yeah. You really have to like it can go. It can go bad easily. Yeah. Which and if you're a dude, you can lose the whole crowd. You know. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I ever have said that. I've seen people like you. I remember for a while people were using the N word a lot, like right. white guys, <laughs> and uh, I thought it was like weird. Right. I didn't think it was like Louis C.K. did a joke. He's using the dropping the N word. Right. Right. And but he's not doing it racially. It's weird. That, I don't know. It's just that makes me feel weird. Still, yeah, <laughs> makes me feel weird. You got to be Louis C.K. to say that. Really, I guess that's true. Mostly. Yeah, he was yeah. our, and it was when he was like it was his third hour or something. Um. So yeah, anything else on Trump? I know I, I, I we got off the, that's right. the chips thing. A lot of a lot of time. Um. Is, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean it's just I think that you you, you wonder. I mean, he could say whatever he wants, and everyone loves him and stuff like that. But he's pissing everybody off, and he might be living in this fantasy where he thinks that everyone likes the way he's acting. But he cannot continue this way. You don't th- like. What do you think could possibly potentially happen? I don't think they'll impeach him. I think they'd be too scared to, unless they found something really horrible. But what happened? What I'm hoping will happen is that finally, in like 2018, in the off-year election, Democrats or just anybody will be so energized to stop this guy. Right. And just vote in all these Democrats to just stop this motherfucker from being able to do anything. And do you think there's going to be possibly in the next like, you know, year and a half when those, you know, midterm elections come up, like a lot of these people who kind of were like, I don't know, swing votes. Oh, yeah. Voted for him. are finally going to like come around. It'll just be like a protest vote. The problem is, is probably in the, towards the middle of next year, he'll start acting all nice, you know, and people have these short memories where they'll be like, oh, maybe he is a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, um. Yeah, because that, that's the, like, I don't know, the thing that just happened with the Yates thing, because yeah. MSNBC immediately when they were like calling it the Monday Massacre and yeah. compared to Nixon. And so I was just kind of like, I, you know, like they were acting like it was an impeachable offense eventually. Right. Which yeah. I don't really think so. I think they were kind of like stretching that a little bit. Um, no, I mean, because the Nixon thing was really was worse. 
I mean, that was basically like they were, he was going down, right? And they were investigating. There was like a, a special counsel, right? Right, it was a special investigator, and, and he was starting to find stuff that Nixon didn't like. So Nixon was like, to his attorney general, was like, fire him. And he was like, no. Yeah. And then the guy resigned. Right. And then the next guy's like, fire him. And he was like, no. Right. And the guy re- so, and then finally, who was it, Borg? Borg. <laughs> Was, was like okay fine, but then that did that is why he got impeached, right? Because he was just trying to like get rid of the independent council, right? I mean, part of, that was all part of it, but it was you know. I mean, the Watergate stuff yeah. was yeah um, obstruction of justice. But actually, we can get real quick because you're a lawyer, the, the Supreme Court justice. I mean, that guy is a, yeah, I a don't. Disaster. So who 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 is that guy? What's his name? <clears throat> Gore or something? Rich or something? But he's supposedly more conservative than Scalia. I mean, they stole that seat. They fucking how stole. Even, yeah, and I don't understand how that. What happened? So what were they doing for the whole end of Obama's presidency to stop that? They would not have. They would not vote on him. They would not have hearings because in the Constitution it says the Senate should advise and consent. Right on it, but. You know, that's kind of vague. I always thought Obama should have just been like appointed him and then just let the courts fight it out. You know, right. So why didn't he? Why do you think? Because that just kind of went away too. the whole that Obama just didn't wasn't able to appoint. I think. But you know what they used to do is they used to have these things called recess appointments. You ever hear of this? Yeah. When when the Congress would go on recess, the president would appoint someone who was unpopular and he would be there at least temporarily for like a year, right? And then usually he would get renewed and stuff. So what do you think is going to happen with this but, guy? But this, but they can't. They don't do that anymore because there's no recesses anymore. There's yeah, usually, there's usually one guy who sits there and like pretends that Congress is still open. Right. So they, it's kind of like trying to sneak them in when the, everyone's gone. Right. It's amazing. A lot of the government comes down to just things like that. Yeah. Where they're like, when they're gone, we're just going to do this. Yeah. Like the filibuster thing, where they just refuse to leave. Yeah. But they, it's the only tool they have now. So what do they? What do you think is going to happen with the, with the uh, the justice? I don't know. They're going to give him hearings, and I think what they're hoping is that they'll find something. They already found one thing on him that could be bad. But what? That he, when he was in high school, he was his high school picture next to it said that he was in this fascism forever club. Yeah, that's okay. not that bad though. Then- I mean, it's, I know who didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, but it's it's worse if a Democrat did it. They they'll just you know they're all fascists anyway. They don't care, right? I just it, I, so are do the Dems have any uh, recourse or have any? Well, they can filibuster, but then the Republicans can you know uh, get rid of the filibuster. Is that? But isn't there a thing where they need? Don't they need a certain amount of votes or something? They need with if like sixty or something only because of a filibuster. But if they get rid of the filibuster, then they only need 50, 50, 51. So do you think he will get appointed? I'm starting to think, yeah, but I think they should, you know. I think he will because, I mean, why would anything not shitty happen? I know. It's so horrible because he's so conservative and so young. It's like... It's like the worst thing about it, you know? And he's worse than Scalia? It's what they're saying. It's the time set. The thing is, though, how would... Would they overturn Roe v. Wade? Uh, You know, I always think... Right now, they wouldn't necessarily because he's replacing a conservative justice. That's the thing. Like, right. because if he's just like Scalia, what's the difference, really? Right. But I, I kind of I feel like for years they could have overturned Roe v. Wade and they didn't. I and mean, they probably didn't for a reason because they were probably told not to. Because what they would do is they would add restrictions or whatever. Right. But you see, if you overturn it, you know, and then it makes becomes illegal. You're waking a sleeping. First of all, you're waking up liberals right. to vote, and then you give conservatives nothing to vote for. Half of them fucking vote on that stupid issue anyway. Right, right. You know? That's why they like to keep it alive. It's a dumb issue, and they keep voting on this stupid fucking issue. It really is like one of the like it's the main political issue that never goes away. Yeah, abortion really is that issue that. It, it won't go away. Things won't change because it, it is such an, uh, a touchy thing right. because it doesn't really go to like privacy of your property. Right. Because that's the whole debate. It's like whose property is this really? Like is it the woman's or is it does the kid have a stake in it? Mm-hmm. Or, so it's, it's one of those things. It's like the Middle East kind of. Like it's something that will never go away because there's so many. Well, because they'll never be satisfied because if they get rid of abortion – Right. The reason why abortions are so low now is because of that pill. Right. The a lot morning of women after aren't pill. even getting to that point where they're really pregnant. Right. But see, if that they win of abortions. Yeah. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but yeah. But if they get to that point, 
If they get rid of abortion, you know what they're going to go after. Next, they're going to go after that. Then they're going to have to go after the pill. Then they'll probably go after condoms. You know, right, they'll never right. end with these people. That's know? the thing. I was just reading all these cases, and like, you know, c- condoms were illegal. Yeah. You couldn't like there were these. There was a case about people were being, you know, convicted of, uh, you know, like a free clinic of advising married couples about getting condoms because you couldn't married people couldn't use condoms, and that was the whole thing. It was a they, you know, um, they turned it, they overturned it because it was a privacy, it was a right, right to privacy thing. Like what a married couple is doing in their bedroom, you know, if they're using condoms but don't, but or don't not. You think that, I bet you there's at least 20% of the anti-abortion people are anti-condom. I, I almost guarantee it. Yeah, I just think it's funny the whole anti-abortion, you know, like in the, the, the you know, the right wing where they're always like, Oh, right to life, and you know every life counts. It, but then when like a baby comes into the world, no one wants to do anything for it. They're <laughs> like, "Well, get out of here, Betty. You're on your own." <laughs> but I want welfare. Oh, sorry, yeah. you fucking loser. <laughs> but we saved you because yeah. you were precious. Now go live in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's oh. all about it's like a religious thing too. All that because it's like in the Bible or something. It's like, like, like babies or infants are like are are the only ones without sin. So once they get a little older, they're all sinful. They're all on their own. So that's how that's how they justify it. Yeah, they want the babies to be born because babies are are without sin. But you know, when they get turned one years old, they're fucking assholes and fuck them. You know, right? I think it was this is the thing I was thinking. You know how like dogs, everyone's so like I I, I love dog. I mean, I like dogs, but the whole thing is that they're. Um, <laughs> Wow, that's a real uh, statement right there. You like dogs? You're really <laughs> I know. I'm really going out on a limb. <laughs> I don't give a shit who I piss off out there. No, but like the whole thing that uh, the dog, like a dog's spirit, is just they're very like kind, you know, inherently kind <laughs> right. animals. And, but when some of them are shitty and like do shitty things, it's like, well, they were like taught to be shitty by right. humans. <laughs> but I feel like with humans, it's like everyone just hates you when you just when you get older. Yeah, just, it's so easy to just hate a human being. Oh, people that love that, like that Harambe the gorilla. People loved him more than fucking most people, you know. Yeah, and I think is it because like people can talk, so like they can say things that like annoy yeah. you. Like dogs can't say things, but when a dog's like does evil things, they're like, well, it was taught to do that. But it's like. Humans were taught to be right. shitty too. You know what I mean. I think it's the not talking thing because then you know. Yeah, and I because I go back to like things that can't talk and everyone loves them like babies. Oh yeah. So if you're not able to like express things <laughs> and say sentences, people are like, "It's so great." Well, maybe you know with cats like. Uh, and I get it. I hate like most people. Do, <laughs> but, but with cats, there was this thing that I guess it was like a. It was like a, it was like a. A fake thing, but people thought it might have been real. But they say it could be real. Uh, they're working on it, a thing where it's a cat translator where you put it around your cat, cat meows, and it tells you what it's thinking. You know, really? Is was, that a joke thing? It was mostly a joke, but then they were saying that they're working on something like this. Oh wow! But I think that would be bad for cats because cats they would are say, shitty. <laughs> they would yeah. Be, what do you think a cat would say? Like, you'd go fuck yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, are uh, you still here? <laughs> like, faggot. <laughs> you, um, I don't know. I mean, never, I like cats, too. I know everyone hates <laughs> cats. But, like... You know how you're saying it? It's like, when you're saying it, it's like when someone says they're not racist, and then they'll say something. Right. So when you said you, you like dogs, but, you know... Yeah, exactly. I like dogs, but they're fucking... <laughs> they're stealing our jobs. <laughs> they're stealing all our women. No, um, I mean, people, I think cats are, like, a lot easier to hate. Yeah. Uh, I grew up with a cat. Maybe that's why I was, like, biased, and the cat we had was cool. But I, I get it. Cats are very, like, moody, and right. they're not very friendly. They're not, like, dogs. But dogs can be annoying. I like dogs, but they're very needy, you know? Like, you can't just have it. Have you ever had a dog? Yeah. Did what did I mean? They're very like you have to like yeah. you can't just leave them no, for like go, a day. They go crazy. Like a cat, you can just leave for like a year <laughs> and like they'll come and like. <laughs> I did that a couple of times. I think I had a cat and like I would go for like maybe two days, and I or maybe even three, and I just leave out like a ton of bowls of. Food yeah, you just have to feed it. They yeah. don't care. They don't give a shit. But you know how the people hire cat sitters? I'm like cats don't need sitters. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. Dogs, it's like you can't leave for like 20 minutes. Right, right. You leave for like an hour, you come back, it's like <laughs> they're trying to hang themselves. I had a dog, and it was just the most needy dog. I mean, I loved it, but it was like I would come back after like three hours and would just run over. Like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, come on. Like, I guess it was just didn't have anything to do. 
They dogs, you know, they want to go outside. Right. That's why it's like if you have a small apartment, it's just like you shouldn't like have a dog no, really in the city. It's, it's yeah. yeah, unless you have a small dog in a decent sized apartment, you're always going to be taking it out. It's just oh, kind of like you ever see that? Like you walk around the city in the middle of the winter, and you see these dog people walking their dogs, and they look so depressed. Like, come on, already. the person doing it? Yeah, the yeah, person. yeah. They look because yeah, they, it's freezing, and the dog they have to walk the dog. Yeah, the colder that it is, the, the longer the dog takes to crap. You know. Yeah, it's uh, like uh, like I said, I, I loved the dog, but it became it was like it's like a job. Yeah, you need you really need someone to be <laughs> home with the dog, or you need to hire a dog walker. I remember years ago, I went to uh, I was living this with this girl to a dog fight. Yeah, <laughs> and we went to adopt a cat. You know, after the well, you were dating a girl. Yeah, I was living with yeah. this girl, and uh, we we went to adopt a cat, and uh, they get the shelter. They give you all these. You know they they're really tough. It's like harder to get a kid. Really, know? and they go they go. All right, so who's going to be home with a cat all day? And we're like, <laughs> no what are you one. Talking about? That's why we're getting a cat. Yeah, because so, you know? we're not home. But they're like, someone has to be home. So we had to lie and say one of us was going to be home. Yeah, she's like, someone- well, we're going to quit our jobs, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're just going to sit at home with this cat <laughs> who doesn't even want. Who's going to be behind the refrigerator <laughs> the whole time? <laughs> So what you just lied about yeah, your life? Like, I figure other people were doing it, or there was just people quitting their jobs to take care of cats. I think you have to quit your job to take care of a dog. <laughs> I like I do. I didn't when I had a dog. Like I, I didn't have a job at the time right. for like a few months, and like I mean, I was like, if I get a job, I don't, this dog's gonna die. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I just look at some person. Uh, she was saying, I said, what's it like to have a dog? She's like, you just always have to be home. You just like wherever you are, you feel like you have to go home. Yeah, like yeah. I'd come home after, like literally one time I think like I had been out for like, no one had been home for like five hours. I mean, which is not long. Right. Just like a normal being out. In the, you know, if you had a job. Right. And it, I came home and like ripped up the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. That was the other thing. It was really cute, but it was like a rescue dog. And like, I think it just wasn't well trained. Or right. Disciplined. So it was like kind of nuts and <laughs> No one had like disciplined it. I kind of tried to, but it just kind of ran wild. And uh, by the and the thing that sucked is like by the time it was so much trouble, I already like had feelings for the dog, oh, so man. I felt bad. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't just be like get out of here. So I didn't <laughs> want to just leave it alone. I felt bad that it was. Al- I, and then I understood that it was kind of a, not a big apartment. It was one of those things. That was, I was in there. It was like what you were saying. It was like a relationship made that. Like she made the dog happen. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, I'm like emotionally attached to a dog. <laughs> so that's kind of like I. Ne- I hated dog. I was just like, I don't want a dog. Yeah. I hate them. They're so annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but now I really, I really yeah, like dogs. They, they react. You call them, they come. Yeah, you they call love a cat, you. They look strangely at you sometimes. They just kind of turn and like. <laughs> They just kind of make it, but I I like that too. I think I would. Uh, the only problem I'm allergic to cats. Oh yeah, I would get a cat like right like right now, like tonight. <laughs> I I was gonna get a dog again, but I just can't. Like nah. I don't. I mean, I'm so big. I just can't fucking. The dog would. I don't know. Whatever. Um. So you can keep it up with your movies. You want to get into that? A yeah, let's get into that. Because one thing I I wanted to talk about was the Casey Affleck yeah. thing that we had talked about. Mm-hmm. Because I think that he's not going to win the Oscar because of the whole uh, the sexual harassment thing. Yeah, but yeah, well, the sexual harassment thing that kind of like went away. Where I guess what was it when they were making "I'm Not Here"? Was, uh, yeah, was was, called, I'm still here. I'm, I'm still, still here. here. Oh, okay, the Joaquin mo- Phoenix oh, movie. God. That, you know, that's where where the sexual harassment. I didn't know that. It was when they were making that. Uh, these women who were working on it. So he made that, two bad decisions there. I feel like that movie was just like everything about it, like just destroyed him. Well, it, it yeah. didn't because it, it was like four years later. He's like up for an Oscar. Um, right. But yeah, I guess there were like all these stories about like him and Joaquin Phoenix were like banging chicks. You know, they're both married. All right, right. First of all, he's married to Joaquin Phoenix's sister. Is he really? Yeah, or he was. I guess they're separated now, but mm. at the time. So he's just he's with his wife's brother and they're just banging chicks. She was a wife. Phoenix? Yeah. Summer or something. Yeah, it had to be some weird name, right? Yeah. Granola Phoenix. <laughs> 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 Mushroom Phoenix. No, yeah, because they were so weird. They were hippies, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, it's like, so, it's so funny because what happened was I think they were just hippies they didn't have any money and then they were just like, we have kids that are good looking, so let's just make money off that. Right. Which is all it really came down to. Sure. Let's just put all our kids into showbiz and one of them will hit. Yeah. 
Because they made them like sing on the street and stuff. No, they didn't really. Yeah, that's how oh, they started. I think they. I guess they got lucky. A couple of them were like really good looking, and then were I guess were really talented. I guess you're a really good actor though. If like you've been like, you know, forced <laughs> from the age of three <laughs> to like, you know, entertain people for money, you're gonna learn how to be good in right. meetings. Have you, see, but I, that was my prediction though with Casey Affleck that this was as we get. I don't win the Oscars in the end of the. They're month. in like three weeks, I think. Uh, I thought as we got closer that they would start doing that, you know. Yeah, just, and I think that they are, but I think what happened was like with this whole like women's backlash to Trump, how there's become like a a movement. Yeah, with the women's march, I just I don't think they're gonna give him an Oscar now. I think that they're they, they're afraid of him winning it because I think there's going to be a big backlash right. from women, because women are kind of like I, I don't know organizing is that right well I was thinking that like you know they probably might give it to, to Denzel because he was really good in it did you see that yeah he was really good in it and you know it's obviously from last year they want to make up for the yeah the no black right. people but then if he does win I was thinking though that's good if he wins but it seems like the only black actor who ever wins an Oscar is Denzel Washington. I know. Who so else does? Him. Yeah. So it's almost like, it's almost worse in a way, because it's like you, you can't find anybody else, you know? Who is another black guy that's won an Oscar recently? Jamie Foxx. He never won. Oh, yeah. He yeah, did. he went for Ray. Sidney Poitier, I think, years ago. Yeah. You had to go that far back. <laughs> Uh, who else? Who else is another Not black? Uh, who, a woman? Uh, Viola? Did Viola Davis win one? No, no, but she's probably going to win this time. Yeah, and then uh, and then Holly Berry. Yeah, she won right. for Monsters Ball, right? And then I think before that was the girl from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah, it's like not. It's, he probably he should, and uh, that's what I was thinking. So, do you think that they'll do that? They won't give it to Casey Affleck because of. I just feel like there's becoming like a fever pitch of yeah. a women's movement kind. Well, of. he won the Golden Globe. No one said much, so but that's different. Yeah, I, yeah, no one really did. I, it is funny how they kind of got over that pretty fast, yeah. and they're saying it was a double standard because the guy who did um, Birth of a Nation, some the black guy who started yeah. it, he like wrote and directed it. He raped he, people. Yeah, he like raped people and then they got mad at him and they didn't give him anything. Yeah. But he like well, I guess her Casey Affleck's is like sexual assault. Not of assault. It's like do you know what the story is? No. It's like she was I think it was basically like I mean, I'm not like trying to diminish it, but it sounds like he was just hitting on her and like not well. Right. You know, and it was like she was in bed. I think he was hitting on her, and then she went to sleep, and and she woke up, and he was like in her bed. Uh, I guess that's bad, but yeah. I don't know if he was. He wasn't like doing anything. But it wasn't rape. I mean, come on. It was just kind of like creepy, you know, yeah. like bad. He's just not good at. He comes off a little creepy. Yeah, he he is a little. There's something. Uh, did you like that movie? Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I mean, it's just kind of like. Did you see Moonlight? No, I'm going to see that next, though. Is that depressing? It's good. It's good. But I, I was saying there's a trend now with movies. I, I think it's a reaction to, like, because every movie, it's either, like, all the big movies now are, like, superhero movies with CGI and explosions and everything. It's like, ah, the whole movie. So now the celebrated movies of, like, well, this is what, you know, art and acting really is, is, like, these really understated movies right. where people are just, like, standing there not doing anything. Right. And that's, like... Oh my god! This is the most amazing acting I've ever seen. It's just him like standing there, like yeah, <laughs> you know, and like everyone's like, I can't believe he's not doing anything. Yeah, it's what he's not saying, you know. Yeah, and I I get it because it's it's not. There's more to it, but I think that that's what they're trying to celebrate. Like, well, that's what real like acting, film acting right. is like. Just the inner emotional life, and you're not like express. You're not trying to do anything, and I I get that, and I think like Moonlight's very. Similar. I think they're both movies that it's like n nothing really happened. I mean, things do happen, obviously, in Manchester by the Sea, but they but, don't like. But I think a few weeks ago, everyone thought La La Land was going to win everything, and I think now it's starting to turn because I think to well, what? Well, Moonlight? I think possibly Hidden Figures or Moonlight because, like, I think that a lot of people are saying La La Land isn't that good. I watched half of it. I got to get through the rest of it. You don't like it? Everyone like hey, I liked it. I mean, right. I don't like love it, but I thought it people was People are very divided on it, which means that it, that's not a slam dunk to win it, you know? Yeah. So I think about a month ago or whenever the Golden Globes were, everyone was like, oh, it's definitely going to clean up. But now it seems like 
people are shitting on it. So that's where the, this campaigning happens, you know? Yeah. As we get closer, people will start shitting on La La Land and shitting on Casey. Yeah, Netflix. I wonder if that... I think La La Land will win. Okay. Just because I think... Uh, uh, you know, it came out of a year that with so much horrible thing. Yeah. It's just so many horrible things are going on. It's like I don't know. It's like you know, and it's all in, in within Hollywood. It's you know, kind right. of like their. It's a love idea. letter. Yeah, and it's their idea of of where they think the world and society is in their own mind. I mean, when you really think about that whole thing, like the Oscars and all that shit, it's like. I, I watch them and everything, but they're so annoying because it's like literally like two hundred people who are just like having this great party that no that no one else can get into right that people want to go to but no one else can but they're acting like everyone's in but it's like enveloping everyone in the world and summing up humanity right you know but it's like you guys aren't in touch with i guess that's why maybe more and more people are like you know disenchanted with hollywood because they're just kind of like fuck you like yeah it's like that with this really great party you know, and like of the popular kids, and they're just like, "Yeah, watch us, right, right." We really know mm-hmm. what you're going through. Yeah. By the way, like if you see me in the street, like don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I'm doing this because I like I want to like talk to people and like help people. Right. But like, don't look at me on the street. But they hate Trump so much now. <laughs> um, because Matthew McConaughey, remember he, this week said something. He said we, they, America should support Trump. So I wonder. Oh, if, he did. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, it's not a good move that for him. Dick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. I, I that, that's the, when a lot of these cele- you know, it's hard to like be stand with these celebrities yeah. who whatever they're saying, I don't. They don't know anything about my life, so it's right. not like I'm like, yeah, Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> like if I went up to Meryl Streep on the street and was like, yeah, I really appreciate what you said, she'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be so funny if Meryl Streep just said fuck you to you? <laughs> Wow, but you know, I've, have you ever had that? Like, met a celebrity, saw a celebrity, and they were like shitty to you. Yeah. So it's just funny. Like, I'm trying to think of a time that that happened. Like, when it was just like really, it happens all out I mean. and out shitty to me. Um, also, have you been reading this? That like, um, I guess Hollywood's really struggling now. Mm-hmm. Like, movies aren't making money. Have you have you heard about that? No, it's not surprising. Well, they're saying with the whole like uh, streaming and Netflix right. and all that, so they're really like struggling with how to react to that, right? Um, which when I heard that, I kind of thought that was like funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you have to leave? What? Oh no no no! Oh, uh, so you're looking at your thing? No, I'm listening. Oh okay. Yeah, well, I'm done talking. Yeah. No. Um. So have you seen anything else? Why do you think that was funny though? That's why I was. That it's struggling because, like, it's one of those things that it's an industry. It's like watching a giant, like, kind of have trouble. You know what I mean? Not a giant, but you know, right. someone who, like someone on a huge winning streak, just kind of be like, you know, this isn't going that well yeah. for me right now. You're like, oh, really? <laughs> like, fuck you. Like, you've you've had it great for a long time. Like, if Facebook said, oh, they we had a bad quarter or something like that. You know? Like, yeah, and they, wanted like sympathy. Like, you know, people aren't like going to see Fast and the Furious that much anymore. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, oh, really? Like, yeah. well, when I went to Hollywood to try and get a job, you guys all gave me the finger. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys all die like i hope it doesn't work out right but you know what i mean like yeah like working in that industry a little bit it's kind of like if the if the you know the industry is like known to be kind of cold and and hard and not you know welcoming to a lot of people so um when you're flaunting it in everyone's face for so long and then you're kind of they're having like problems with it it's just kind of like yeah, it's hard to be sympathetic to it. No, and that's why, like a lot of these Trump people, I mean, they hate Hollywood, and they, you know, they, they you know, it's a lot of it's jealousy, you know, and yeah, totally. But, and that whole town is jealousy. Yeah, like you could just feel the jealousy in the. It's all envy and revenge, and like just it, that whole town is built on like that guy was mean to me. Like now, now I'm gonna uh, do this and like fuck you. You know, you've experienced it in comedy, right? Yeah. Like you'll see people and then they go up the ladder and then they're shitty yeah, yeah. because they're like, well, you went to the party, like didn't say anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And now I'm famous. So yeah. fuck you. You're like, all right, well, I mean, your whole life was just to get back at me. <laughs> but I like to just stick around long enough to see them fall back down again. That's what I mean, yeah. though. So that's what Hollywood represents. Yeah. Like that guy. It's like that uh, that person is the embodiment of it. Like the studios. And all, you know, like all those movie exec big wigs are like shitty. Yeah. So to watch them kind of. Did you ever see the movie The Player? Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, I was just watching that the other night, and it's like, what's really funny now is like how different Hollywood is now. It's seemingly like with like pitches and like these right. big studios. That movie was that, like, this meets this, right? In the pitches. Yeah, yeah. Graduate like, two or something. Yeah, it's like Pretty Woman meets The Graduate, and yeah. the whole thing is Julia Roberts is in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it was really funny watching that because, like, you know, he's like the big movie exec. Uh, Tim Robbins and um, everyone hates him around town because he's like you know he has so much power yeah. and he, he like doesn't uh, green light a lot of people's movies um, and then when he kind of starts to fall everyone's like really happy oh, when yeah. everything's like going bad for him I gotta watch that again yeah, and it, what's really funny now, like watching, is like you see in Hollywood, like the movie stars and the celebrities, like they don't have any power really in mm-hmm. Hollywood, like. It's really all these like execs. Yeah. Like in that movie, he's like one of the most powerful people in Hollywood, and um, you know he like he's the star of Hollywood because right. they all the movie stars know they can't get anything done without him. So That's why a lot of these movie stars, when they get big, they start their own production companies, right? So they can be the big wig, you know? Yeah, and it, it you know the the smart ones, yeah, yeah, like write their own thing and produce their own stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, even like DreamWorks, I guess like they sold their company. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Right. Like they weren't doing well. You know. Yeah. Um, well, it's all you know. It's it's not even like I'm sure they were all doing making money, but it's like yeah. you have to make so much money to make like the investors happy that it's like. And and yeah, and also movies because like only certain movies will make a lot of money now. Right. They ha- they have to make these shit movies. Like the you know movie theater movies for the most part they can't experiment really anymore no. you know what i mean unless they give it like super low budgets i mean la la land was only cost like 30 million or something yeah and that's you know but that's a chancy movie they're not going to give that movie a big budget you know yeah and so like I, there's got to be a lot of frustration with like filmmakers and stuff because like the only movies that, you know that's why they keep making like fast and furious movies right they have to be like sure things because if movies they have like a bad year the studio will like go under Right, but I think there's so many people now that go outside of it. Like, you know, you did your movie. Yeah. Even if, and my the, movie was huge. <laughs> yeah, it's either that. It's either like 100 million or like 50,000 <laughs> or then like 30 million. But but that's the thing. It's like what you're paying for with the movie studios is the marketing, you know? Right. If your movie got pushed behind a fucking big movie studio, that movie would made money, you know? Yeah. That's all it, it is. It didn't have that. Well, a, a company that like didn't like know how to do things. Right. <laughs> like I movie marketing at least. I mean that's a an art in itself. Right. I what guess. was it like twentieth century Fox your mo- film? Yeah, it was DreamWorks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was Nightmare Works. <laughs> um Oh, I probably saw Ghostbusters too. I don't know why. I just oh, you it. hadn't seen that? No. The new one? Would you saw it on D V D or, or uh, on it's streaming? On a stri- stars or something? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. It's bad, right? Yeah. It's like horrendously bad. Did you see it? I saw it in the theater. Oh, right. I saw it opening day. <laughs> <laughs> I just like had to see it. There's so many, you know, a lot of times like movies, uh, I just need to see them for myself. Um, I, and I was like, I want to see if this is as bad as I think it'll be. And I, I mean, I thought it was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. Like, uh, like almost unwatchable. <laughs> I know people are like, what do you mean? It's good. I don't know. Like, I'm like, come on. No, I was wasting talent of that movie, really. Yeah. What what else, what is, what else has come been out recently? Uh, well, Do you want to hear a story? Like, well, I I just saw a movie. Did you ever see The Big Chill? Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. It came out in '83. Yeah, and every, it's all about what? Everyone's in that movie. Yeah, I guess before their face. Yeah, Kevin Costner's in it before, yeah. but he got cut out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like the dead guy. Uh, yeah, it's like Kevin Klein, William Hurt. Tom Berenger, <laughs> and it's all about like they went to college together, and now they're getting together because their friend got killed himself. Right. And I guess they're supposed to be like, first of all, it's all like a midlife crisis yeah. movie. Like they're not really happy with, with their how their lives are, and they're kind of at that point like where they 
are realizing like they're kind of gonna die right and um like it's a good movie but you know it's so funny you know i saw when i was i did i would see clips of it when i was young and they looked so old (laughs) (laughs) and now well i was watching it the other day they still seem really old but they're like 35 (laughs) (laughs) and it's really depressing to watch because they're younger than me (laughs) and i'm like oh my god like those poor people (laughs) like they're so old and i'm like oh my god like i'm older than those people (laughs) now um but I do think it's it's indicative of how things have changed because yeah. it's not like 35-year-olds are not like that anymore. No. First of all, like... they don't look like that anymore. <laughs> they look worse than me now. Like, they do. They look bad and they look old in the movie. Right. What is that? Why Why do you think that is? Back in the day, why people looked older back then? Yeah. Like, why do the people in the big chill at 35 look like they're like... I don't know. People looked older back in the day, but they were skinnier. I know that. Everyone was skinnier. Yeah, that's true. They are skinnier. Maybe, but am I am I right that they look older, or is it just like or me? Or maybe you're just kind of stuck in that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That I don't know though. But no, then you see like, like you you see like uh, like like maybe an old Abbott Costello like yeah. you know, short, and you you're looking at that, and you're like, oh, because they always seem like like older to me, Abbott and Costello. Yeah, you know, like, and then you're like, oh, how old were they? And they're like, like they're twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that man. That's a hard twenty five, man. That's you know right. Well, that I understand. Like Bud Abbott was like nineteen when he started, or something. <laughs> well, but they were probably like in the depression, though, right? <laughs> yeah. That'll definitely age you. I don't yeah. know. Was it just they didn't? I, I gotta say that watching the Big Chill really it was like a weird eye opening experience. Yeah. It was a big chill to me, <laughs> chill down my spine. I was like, it's just it's funny how the other thing is like they're so close, you know, and they're they're, they're or they're you know they haven't seen each other yeah. in so long, and they're like saying things like you know. I used to be like who I thought I was. <laughs> I liked myself when I was around you people. I'm like, you, who had friends like this? <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I have four people I could call up and say that to right now. Wasn't Jeff Goldblum in that movie? Yeah, it was yeah. one of his early things, yeah. and like, it was kind of like the beginning of all of them. Right, like it was kind of their big first thing. Jeff Goldblum. You know, it's funny is what the, the year I was at the Oscars that was up for Best Picture. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I heard, but I heard a story because they cut Costner out of it. Yeah, and he's the dead guy. They were supposed to show him, but they never show him. And apparently, you know, the director, I think it was Kasdan. Yeah, Lawrence Kasdan. You know, he felt so bad about having to do that that he tried to help Costner later on, and he put him in Silverado. Which yeah, was like he a gave, starting. Yeah. yeah, he gave him a big role in Silverado. Yeah. Um, yeah, Costner was in he- Hidden Figures. See, I was just laughing about it because Costner now is like, he, he kind of always kind of played the same type of guy, but now that he's older, he's always the same character. It's like right. this older, grizzled, but like very morally centered person who right. just, you know, does whatever to get things done, that type of con- con- kind of person. Wearing a wig. <laughs> I feel like he always wears wigs and or he got some like hair transplants, so he looks, his hair looks different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's the ironic thing. Like he got like that was one of his first things, and he gets cut out of the movie. He's a dead guy, and he becomes the biggest out of the movie. Yeah, because it's really funny. A lot of them were like, I think, well, maybe not, maybe not, but a lot of them were like had studied at like you know prestigious acting schools, right? And I don't think Costner, you know, he was just a guy from California. Yeah. I mean, he had a run there for a while. Costner, yeah, right up to like Waterworld, which was like, uh, you know, he yeah. Had, Untouchables, Bull Durham. Well, he definitely, and he still like has this amazing career. Yeah, I, I think mean, he like, really comeback, big comeback. Yeah, and he he's like, I don't know. I know that he got a lot of flack for a while for being shit. Like, I feel like he got known as being a shitty actor for right. a while. Do you remember that? But I actually feel like he's like not bad. I feel like he kind of became underrated. Yeah, he just can't do accents. That's all. Yeah, was that what it was? Robin Hood kind of ruined him because he has like different accents in the movie. Right. That's and then when bad. He did, when he did Thirteen Days, with the, the the Kennedy movie, he's supposed to do a Boston accent. He's in and out of it the whole time. Yeah, and I think in JFK, he's kind of like that. He's <laughs> like, oh, "How you guys doing? <laughs> Hello." <laughs> no, he has like part an accent part of Robin Hood. Right. He just abandons it in the middle. It's a bad movie, yeah. but I I get him. Yeah, he, he he like tried to overreach his. Uh, his thing was uh, Dancers with Wolves, right. put him over the top. Um, but, you know, he's good in a lot of movies, like Bull Durham, he's good in. Right. Well, um, his career was, like, coming up, 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 and then Dancers with Wolves, like, the fucking crest. 
And then he he did. He was still doing well, but that Water World kind of hurt him. Yeah, that, that was a big thing because it was way over budget. Yeah. Um, and it was like when that was a big deal. Yeah, I wonder. I was I was thinking of like that'll happen to Ben Affleck a little bit, but I feel like Ben Affleck's like unstoppable. He'll no, like, no. Did you hear about him with the uh, Batman movie? No, he's not going to direct it or something. Because his last movie he put out was a big bomb. Live by night. Live by. <laughs> that like they fired him. He was saying like, "Nah, I'm, I don't want to direct because I want to focus more on the acting." But you know, they might have fired him. You know I was I mean? thinking that because like, what I I feel like how many good movies does that guy have in him to direct? Yeah. I don't think he because it was the same thing with Costner. Like, well, I mean, maybe it's a little, but you know, Costner. It was the first movie he directed. I think that's why it was such a big hoopla. Like right. he was this movie star, and they're like, he can do anything. Yeah. This, and, you know, that was another scandal. I'm not scandal, you know, like the hindsight because it beat Goodfellas. Goodfellas yeah. And I've never seen Dances with they Wolves. They never put it on. It was a piece, totally PC movie, you know? Yeah, it's shit. But then he was like, and then he, then he after Waterworld, he was kept doing these movies that were all the same about dystopian futures, like The Postman. Yeah. That was just, all, just as bad. It was like Waterworld with, with a fucking postal bag, you know? Yeah, and like he directed that, right? Yeah. That was just the stupidest plot. <laughs> Do you remember I, the plot? I didn't see. I just remember. I don't know. Everything. I just remember one clip when they showed on TV, and he's like, "I'm a postman." You know? Yeah, <laughs> it was supposed to be like every society is completely broken down, but he wants to still deliver the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sell that movie <laughs> because he just could. He couldn't do any wrong. Yeah, at that, point. that was just probably like, let's see if I can get this shit made. You know, the postman. Just like, yeah, it just sounds like crap. <laughs> I remember hearing it. I was like, I mean, I didn't even think Dances with Wolves was that good. No, it's not. Wait, but there was another movie that I had just been reminded of. Uh, I can't think of it. Oh, there's a movie coming out that actually sounds really good. It's coming out in three weeks. It's called Get Out. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. It's um. There's ads all over the train. Like, you know, when you walked. I, whenever I walked to the train, I saw and it. Um, it's directed and written by uh, Peel, Jordan Peel. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, that looks cool actually. Do, and I was like, and it says like from the minds of you know the gift and the visit, or like the producers of the gift, like all these horror movies right. and the mind of Jordan Peel. Yeah, it's a and, horror movie. Yeah, but it like it's by the the Key and Peel yeah. guy. So it, I was like, it's you know it was very confusing because it looks like a com. It, I was like, it has to be a comedy. But it's about like this black guy going to meet his white girlfriend's family. Yeah, um, it looks like it'd be interesting. I read reviews of it, and people are like, "This is the most amazing film." Oh, really? They're just saying it's like unbelievable because it they is said the like same a thing movie. about Keanu in that movie. Was... That sucked. Did they say that about that? <laughs> yeah. That was shit. But then I was like, "It's kind of." You know, but you know, it's funny. I um, it's about him meeting his white girlfriend's. Parents. You know, who she, he's married to Chelsea. Oh, Perry. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever know her? No, I never ran. I saw her. I was on one show with her once and yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. I used to know her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's supposed to be really, I don't, that's not much of a story, but I, I just was reading about it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, cut good. That, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> so you want to wrap it up? Anything uh, else you want to add about, um, anything, about anything? No, I think, uh, I think we got a lot out. You know, this is good. We're back. You know, yeah. Um, how, how have you been really busy? I've been kind of busy, you know, but you know, I want to keep this going because I think we're, you know, this we're gonna we got callers now. We got yeah, people we calling. Have one up guy call, keeps calling from a very old t- telephone, apparently. The oldest, loudest telephone. <laughs> I got, I, you know, I actually tried to unplug I, to like figure out how to like, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> I think it's a ghost phone. You unplug it, it's still gonna ring. There's a phone in the Wayback Room that's a separate line. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's been there for years. And uh, no one uses it. <laughs> and uh, it rang the other day. And I was like, I got to answer this. And I just, like, I answered in, like, a funny voice just to see who it was. <laughs> hello? <laughs> like, I answered like that. And the guy's like, oh, hello? Um, Sales? Is someone that, yeah, like, is someone there? <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, it was really funny. Um, all right, all right, good episode. Yeah, thanks. Eric really wants to end this. No, no, no. No, I'm scared. I I really want to end it. Yeah. Okay, uh, we'll see you next time. Last exit to Brooklyn. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Please rate and review. And uh, I should have said this at the beginning, but buy my albums. Yeah, look, look and listen up to on this. iTunes and listen to this. And subscribe. <laughs> bye bye. Still Snoop Dogg and D.I.A.
Platinum, do 